Obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw. In a few moments, we will bring out our guest, Andy Kraft. But first, I wanted to share a special obsession. Not all obsessions are about liking something a little too much. Some obsessions are about hating something a little too much. There's a specific kind of person that I hate. I call this kind of person a man-explainer. It's not someone who explains men. That would actually be very handy. I would like that but rather a man who insists on explaining shit to people. Man-explainers are very easy to recognize because they talk exactly the way you wouldn't want to have sex. <laughs> very loud, very slow, and usually in public. Man-explainers are almost always white and at least 40 years old. Most of them have mustaches, polo shirts, beer guts, and in warm weather, they wear shorts so tight that it looks like the shorts have actually been shrink-wrapped onto their bodies. Now, if you even dare to mention a mechanical process such as shrink-wrapping near a man-explainer, they will explain it to you. Whether or not you ask to hear it, whether or not they know you, whether or not they know anything about shrink-wrapping, they just feel they own the concept of any mechanical process. I used to work at a place called Mill City Museum, which is this museum that's built inside the remains of an old flour mill. And it was a mecca for man explainers. <laughs> Part of my job was to explain how the machines actually made the flour. And the fact that some artsy looking little punk like me was talking about machines offended the man explainers. <laughs> They would interrupt the middle of a tour with comments like, yeah, I don't think that makes sense what you're saying, because, you know, they couldn't fulminate the gravity unless they rejiggered the backwash axle rod to give some torque to the fuck em -bob. <laughs> It was nonsense. They had no idea what they were talking about, but they just felt embarrassed that they didn't intuitively know all about obscure flour milling machinery from 1887. <laughs> Because man-explainers hate ignorance. Personally, I love ignorance. You can't possibly become unignorant unless you're willing to embrace your initial ignorance. But man-explainers promote an environment where saying, I don't know, is a bad thing. They instill fear that if you say, I don't know, anywhere, anytime, even alone in your home, you will suddenly be visited by a horrible nightmare genie. A loud white man with shorts so tight you can see his vasectomy scars. This horror will just pop out of thin air and then explain the process by which he did that. Well, I say, screw you, man explainers. I am going to say, I don't know anytime I want. And so I invite you all to raise your glasses and toast the beautiful honesty of ignorance to I don't know. Now please welcome our guest, Andy Kraft. Hello, Andy. Hello, Joe. 
How are you? Good. I'm really excited to do this podcast after listening to the last one last week. <laughs> nice. I probably won't be releasing these weekly, you fucker. <laughs> Thanks for setting a time schedule for me. I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. We can edit almost anything out. Can we? Yes. Fucker. <laughs> When I said we can edit almost anything out, Andy instinctively reached for his groin. I saw that. All right, so Andy, uh, clearly you and I know one another. I know your yeah. groin-grabbing instincts. Yeah. Uh, so Andy is a performer and improviser about the Twin Cities, uh, and we've actually done a show together. Yes. What was the title of the show again? Did it like six months ago? What was it called? Employee of the Year. <laughs> right. I forgot it at first. Exactly. Employee of the Year. It was a, an audience interactive show about right. people competing. Yes, yes. To be the to employee, be the of, the employee year. of the year. Yeah. And who did you play again? What was your character's name? Uh, Shay Van Porque. Shay Van Porque. Yes. That's right. And you decided that you should be from somewhere in Europe, right? Yes. I was European. <laughs> I was not specific as to where in Europe I was from, though, because it was more fun that way. And now, I, I know the answer I'm looking for with this okay. question, but what did you spend most of your time during that show doing? Rusting. <laughs> yeah, I was I looking for specifically also, grinding on I, old ladies. Yeah, I danced with. I would try to find the oldest uh, woman, preferably at the party, and then I would, <laughs> I would really grind on her during slow songs or whatever yeah. was playing. Yeah. 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 Just a bridge over troubled water. Yeah. And you were just going to town. It's good for the self-esteem too, because they yeah. really like it. Yeah, and yeah, to be yeah. fair, this isn't creepy. Actually, no. I was really creeped out by it at first, no. and it turns no. out, like everybody loved him the best in the show. It was like way to give those old ladies some attention. Yeah, they were so sweet. Too. Yeah, they were. They were. They were very always excited. like, "Oh my, oh my!" And then okay. afterwards, they were like, "Thank you." Yeah, so, yeah it was great. Often yeah. they would grind back. Yeah, they would. Some, Some of them were strong. Yeah. <laughs> you like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 You're very sore after that. I know. That show, I yeah. uh, so, just let's a talk. tender European man. Tender <laughs> European salesman. Grinding on old ladies. Mm. Uh, but that's just your alter ego. That's not yeah. who you really are. No, no, not at all. So, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you're obsessed with. What, are, what is your obsession? Um, I, I love and I'm obsessed with puppets. I like them a lot. <laughs> wow, that was creepy, huh? <laughs> uh, Set the bar low for creepy. Yeah. <laughs> we started with the grinding on old ladies. I love them. Yeah. Uh, so when did you first encounter puppets? How did they come into your life? Uh, that was definitely probably Sesame Street, because most everybody has seen Sesame Street when they were yeah. a child. Those yeah. are Muppets. They are. Those are still puppets. Okay. So you've been through this argument before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're just going to no. shelf that. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's fine. No, it's great. So Muppets and puppets are the same. To me, they See are. how much hate mail we get over that. <laughs> to me, they are. So I you think. saw that's, Sesame that's Street. That's when I first got into At a young it. age. Oh, yeah. And you're like, screw the humans. I don't care what Gordon's up to. That's probably what I thought. I was pretty young, but okay. I don't know. I know that I used to try to climb into the TV set, though, at the end of it when, when, when everybody would walk away over the hill. You didn't so want I, it to be over, so you would no. just... You'd... My mom probably thought I was slow. She's the one that always tells it, because I guess I used to try to climb into the TV. But this wasn't like a one-time thing. Was, I did it. See, that, I did it that's a lot. an odd thing to me when I picture yeah. trying to climb into the TV. 
there, there aren't steps to that. Usually when somebody tries something, there are a couple of steps. You yeah. get to the screen and you realize it's it's firm and impassable, right? Well, yeah, but then you try the knee if you're trying it first, because you got to... If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. i so got to get gotta, my knee up yeah, here. <laughs> so, obviously. Oh, my, so I can do anything I want now? Yeah. yeah. Let's move this over here. What's up, motherfucker? Oh, thanks for saying time out. It made me feel like a man. <laughs> Sorry. Like we were doing sports or something. Time out. Are we back on? I think we figured out our next play. Yeah. Let's try to start seamlessly from where we left off. And that's my obsession. Thank you for very having me on the show. I, yeah. Let's try starting again. So you're trying to force your young, lanky body through mm -hmm. a television screen. Yeah. It was like throwing a potato at a TV, kind of. It just didn't work, though. Yeah. You, you've done that, right? I mean, come on. You're particularly small and lumpy. Why a potato? I don't know. That's just what I pictured, because I wasn't lanky when I was little. We don't need to get into it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so when when you uh, first saw uh, the puppets, did you have a or or Muppets? Did you have a favorite? Yeah, Grover. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I was obsessed with Grover. Yeah, because he was super. He was a superhero. Oh, too. that's what super Grover. Ask. Yeah, you you like oh. both Grover and Super Grover. Oh yeah. Oh. You weren't oh, yeah. fooled that they were no, different puppets. No, no. I was like, fuck that. No, no, no. I know. The same. You can't get me, Grover. I probably didn't say that. Actually. Yeah, you can't get me, Grover. Yeah. Probably, I said that to Gordon. I didn't. I, all the humans bothered me. I just wanted to watch the Muppets, and I was, I, I could like bear the animation. But when the humans came on, it's like, oh Jesus! Well, they were God. boring. <laughs> they were boring. They were horrible. Yeah, there was nobody's hand in them. Those you knew it. <laughs> like it <was> bullshit. <laughs> no, <laughs> lousy, kind humans doing hard work these several years, bastards. <laughs> Oh, Gordon. Okay, so uh, so you really related to Super Grover. In, if memory recalls, Super Grover crashed a lot, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All the time. Because he wasn't good at his job <laughs> yeah. of flying. Fighting the computer board. Ah, damn Jesus. You want to go in my pocket? You're tense. That's how much? Nice. How much of the exciting Grover talk did we miss? Should I make up a different? Should I make up a different favorite Muppet? I think Tony might have just judged me. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, that wasn't interesting. <laughs> He's not smiling. No. <laughs> He's thinking about his business. He's working on his business. This is gonna take. Fucking forever to I'm edit. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Who is your? <laughs> I really like Gordon. <laughs> How did you feel about Super Gordon? Super Gordon. Well, well, there were three different Gordons, so I guess. Were I there guess, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Ice Power Gordon, yeah. and Fire Power Gordon, and Thunder That's Power right. Gordon? Power of Gordon. Uh, Gordon Power Activate. That's right. You just had to put on a mustache, and you were good. Gordon yeah. it was the... It, Gordon's still alive, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the benefit of the listening audience, I spit on Andy just now. 
the, Gor the Gordon that's on there right now is alive. I don't know about the first two. I know. <laughs> they didn't clone Gordon. No, I, there you go. There's somebody's hand in him right now. He's dead. Screw it. We don't need to get another one. We're getting good at it. Yeah. No, they can't find the second Gordon. They, they can't find, like, they're looking for him. Oh, right they're now. trying That's to find a Gordon replacement. Okay. No, like, they can't find the guy who played Gordon second. They're like, where'd he go? Like, they can't, they're actually, like, I have actively, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> there what? are three different actors that played Gordon oh, on the really? show. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was just really old. Oh. <laughs> okay, and the second Gordon's gone? Yeah, they can't find him. I don't know what the hell happened to Gordon. Uh, Who is they? Like, <laughs> like the Sesame like Street Bert, FBI? Ernie, yeah. Is that on like Sesame Street shows now where there's a picture of second Gordon on the milk? If you've uh, seen Gordon, uh, please call. Uh, it's really bad. We miss him so This one had hair. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's three people like. Oh, no, it's a part. That's rolling applause. <laughs> that was like soup coming to a boil applause. Slowly but surely. So, um, so you, uh, pu puppets, you like Super Grover. Yes. yes. I as far as human puppets, you like Gordon. So, how did you move on from Sesame Street to realize that there was a, a larger world of puppets available to you? Well, I also was a big fan of action figures when I was little. Okay. And, um... Basically, I just started playing with them and just doing a bunch of voices. And also, um, I liked when I got a little bit older than two, when I started watching Sesame Street, um, I had a lot of Legos. Okay. And in a summer, uh, in a, it, was, it was called summer camp. We had a writing class, so I'm pretty sure that my parents just sent me to summer school. Um, we, <laughs> but I thought it was camp because it was really fun. Did but you it was at a school. Go to the woods or anything? No. You just went no. back to school in no. the summer. They had gym though, so. Again, I tried to climb into TVs when I was little. Um, yeah, so uh, we, had a, we had a writing class there, and I used to write stories, and I basically would act it out with my figurines. I still have one. It's called The Adventures of Tad Firebush. <laughs> and uh, how, how old were you when you created these erotic tales? I was eight. I was eight when I created The, the Adventures of Tad Firebush, and there's like three different And what, what action figure uh, portrayed Tad Firebush? Oh, it would be X-Men a lot. That would probably so be was Wolverine. Wolverine? Yeah, Wolverine yeah. was Tad Firebush? Oh, my gosh. Was, yeah. he, was Tad Firebush Australian? <laughs> no, no, like the old X-Men cartoon show, the one that had the one episode where he's like, oi. No, Tad Firebush. <laughs> Sorry. I'm an idiot. Um... <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> so Tad Firebush, in, in your, so what did he sound like? Can you give us a taste of Tad Firebush? <laughs> I'm sorry. That would be a great solo jazz album. Uh, I don't know. He probably was just like the cartoon show, so he was very like, I'm Tad Firebush. So that, that get was, you now. I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was what you played when you, did, when you were a kid. It's just was by action figures saying their names. Usually. No, I had a whole story written out. He went and saved a princess that was, like, captured by a dragon. And I also stole a lot of things from Mortal Kombat. Because I know the dragon's name was Shao Kahn. And then he, and then he beat him in Mortal Kombat. So story. you stole narrative oh. from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. That shit's that's that's intense. It's deep. It's, it's dramatic. deep mythology. It's really good. Yeah. Okay, so how did, how did this love of puppets uh, affect well, your life? Well, I... Well, I'm a puppeteer today, so I mean, I went through and, and kept going with it. But I mean, like, I would do that with toys, and then I would just do random things, and I'd try to build puppets out of, um, 
anything I could find, kind of. Like, I know I made a puppet out of uh, popsicle sticks. Okay. Like glue, stuff like that. It's a really shitty puppet. Yeah. Um, I understand. And, like, you know, sandwich bags. And sandwich like bags. That. So, all the norm. Did you do any make puppets out of anything really weird? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, puppets are usually made out of weird stuff. So, uh, like, you mean, like, but garbage did you, bags? Do you have, like, that? an avant-garde period where you're like, I wonder if I can make uh, a puppet out of X? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a puppet out of my ex-girlfriend's hair. No, I didn't go through, like, a, a thing where I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um... I don't remember doing that. I'm Tad Firebush. <laughs> Nothing's wrong, baby. I'm going to build you. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Like, We're through. You can date me, though. Yeah. <laughs> you do everything I want you to do. For the benefit of the listening audience, he just pretended to eat his hand, which represented his ex-girlfriend made out of her own hair. Ah. Ah. And there were jazz hands. Uh, now, I understand that you actually have a puppet right I now. Do. Is that right? I do, yeah. There's a, there's a puppet I, in the room with us. There's a puppet here with us all right now. Let's see um, it. Whip yeah. it out. Do you, go for it. No. That's a form of puppetry. It is. Um, Okay, maybe I should, can I, can I say what it is first? Oh, sure. Do you want me to? Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to, I'll say, I won't say what the puppet is, but anyway, I work for Open Eye Figure Theater, and we do driveway tour shows, and this, this year I was uh, asked to, to make the show, and like their normal shows are like The Adventures of Katie Tomaty, which is this girl that like goes on an adventure, and the other one's Made like, out of hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone cries when they look at me! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... And then uh, the other one's like the Adventures of Juan Bobo, which is like the, the you know the the folk tales and all that stuff. So um, I made a show. I made a show called The Adventures, The Amazing Cowboat. <laughs> which oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can put this in my pocket. Um, so I made. A, so what, what a was show, it called? The Amazing Cowboat. It's part cow, part boat, part amazing. <laughs> so this is the cowboat. He'd be like, hi. And when I'm not talking with him, he always just looks really surprised. <laughs> you say, what? <laughs> yeah. so, it looks like yeah. you've made the movie Boxing Helena with a cow. Yeah. <laughs> you've cut off all its limbs. Shut up. Yeah. So, yeah, I did the, the driveway tour, and we went around and did a lot of shows. It's kind of beat up now. But, okay, um, so you did a driveway tour yeah, it, with a cow whose limbs you've cut boat. off and then just called it a boat to cover <laughs> what you've done. Well, yeah, a person rode in it, so, you know. A, oh, who rode in the cow Oh, I mean, boat? there'd be a little, uh, actually, uh, it was another puppet named Charlie, and uh, based on my nephew. I sound like a crack addict to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's a really good show. Come see it. All right, so... Um, <laughs> So you, you, did you answer me? Did you answer who rode in the cow? <laughs> no, the question was... Who rode oh, in the cow? Charlie. It was this little boy. The story of the show Like was, an actual little boy or a puppet no, little boy? No, it was a puppet little boy. I'm well, sorry. what is the puppet made out of? What oh, it was made out of paper mache. This is made out of paper mache. Well, what did, what did Charlie look like? He was a little red-headed kid. Uh, like a little ginger. Um, he, he was dressed in like a... Basically like a sailing outfit. And he went on adventures. And there were pirates. And shut up, person laughing. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Puppets. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so so I think I've seen enough of. Leave him there. Leave him there. I, I want to be horrified. I want to be motivated. What? Just leave him there. <laughs> he does always look surprised though. He does. He does. He's like, why the fuck did you yeah. cut my legs off? <laughs> why did you make me? <gasps> <laughs> The okay. sale is made of ladies' hair. So, Andy, we are... I'm sorry. We're running low on time and general horror points. So let's, let's get down to business. So why, why are you so obsessed with puppets? Because um, I like to make voices, funny voices, and I like to play with things, basically, just like play with toys. And that is the only way that you can get paid to play with toys in front of people. I think. Is it I mean, you're a puppeteer? Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I do, basically. Like, I would say it equates to that, basically, because you can also do anything you want with puppets. Like, you can you can do any. I mean, like, make anything, like, up that you want. Like, it's like, oh, it'd be really hard to say that we're in space now, but then like, you could just draw a background and be like, hey, there you go, we're in space now, and like, just, like, puppets, play around. Puppets, bam, yeah. done. Puppets. Puppets. Bam. Space, done, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's okay. what I say at the end of all my children's puppet shows. <laughs> hey, the amazing, the amazing cowboy puppets. Bam, bitch. That's what it's great. Okay, so um, is there anything else that you wanted to share about puppets that you really felt like the world needed to know? I can't think of anything. Okay, so let, let me attempt to summarize your obsession. Good luck. When you were a small, potato-like child, <laughs> you watched Sesame Street. You endured the humans, including the missing second Gordon. You enjoyed Grover and Super Grover. You related to his constant failure. And so you attempted to force yourself through the television screen. And when that didn't work, you raised one leg up and pushed harder. Is that, is that that's your youthful obsession, right? Sounds like the plot of I Am Sam. <laughs> Yes, that's close, yeah. <laughs> Not being able to touch the puppets through the television screen, you said, I need to find a way to make money. So you practiced in your youth, creating, using your, your X-Men action figures to create the narratives of Tad Firebush. And then as you got a little older and started dating women, you stole their hair and made puppet mockeries of them. And then you started doing children's shows. That's absolutely correct. That's, absolutely, yeah. that's your obsession. Yeah, that All right. to a team. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Are you ready for the very serious, very pompous questions? I am. You are, okay. Yeah. If you could meet anyone from any time in history and punch them, who would that be? Maybe for the second, Gordon. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this came to mind because it seems so much meaner. For some reason, I was like Hitler, baby Hitler. Uh, Gotta stop uh, him when he's young. Yeah. Old Hitler might be able to stop that. I know, baby yeah. Hitler has no defense. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to accept that let's answer. Just say Hitler. That if you could meet anyone from any time in history and punch them, Hitler, it would be baby, baby Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Pre-teen Hitler, let's just go with that. So, like, stand by me age Hitler. <laughs> exactly. Just when his voice was cracking, so he's like, Nein! <laughs> <laughs> please, don't, please don't!
don't hit me. Oh, don't. You hit pretty Hitler. Are you Franz the future? Uh, Hitler's got to be used to that because I mean, yeah. people must be traveling through time to punch him at all different ages. He's just like, which year are you from? All right. Oh man. The next very serious, yes. very famous question. If there were a dance move named after you, what would it be? <laughs> it's a serious question. It, it, right? Yeah, it's very um, important. It would probably be uh, the 360 inverted swizzle stick. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Come on. It sounds like <laughs> Christmas in my pants. It's lovely. <laughs> Are you, are you ready for the final, very serious, very pompous question? I am. What is happiness? That's a good question. Uh, I would say that happiness is when you're laying on your back in the summer. <laughs> Don't giggle. Um, you're laying on your back in the grass looking at the stars, and you're like, I wonder what's happening up there in the stars. And you imagine maybe one of those stars is a galaxy with planets. And on that planet, there's two people, and they're good friends. Maybe they're riding horses together, and they're just, they're, you know, they're having a good time. So I guess in, to answer your question, yes, please, I would say yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Kraft. <laughs> you want me to leave? Should I leave him up? Obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw.